Hi, welcome to BA Brew. I'm Jonathan. I'm Louise. And I'm Lisa. And today we're going to be talking about building a business analysis community of practice. And um, I'm really delighted to have Louise as a guest on with us today. Um, I've been inspired by some of the work that Louise has been doing uh, with building a BA community in her local area. Um, and thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to learn some lessons about how it is that, that Louise has done what she's done um, with her community and hopefully share some insights um, from myself and Lisa's backgrounds as well. Awesome. Right. Louise, could you give us a bit of a, I don't know, a synopsis of what is the BA crowd and, and what inspired it? Yeah. So the BA crowd's a group, it's a meetup group and it's um, for for BAs really and we did start out with that it was for BAs but then it ended up being for anyone who is interested in business analysis so sometimes we'd get developers come along and, and testers and obviously get their views as well um, it was inspired by I went to an agile on tap which is a group in Peterborough um, and Penny Pullen was there and I was like wow this is such a great kind of event and and then I thought there must be something for business analysts. So obviously I'd look around and there wasn't. Um, and I did find one in Cambridge, um, the Cambridge Business Analysis Community, CBAC. Um, and again, I met David Beckham there who did an amazing talk. So I was like, we really need something like this in Peterborough for BAs. So that's what inspired it. So, Wow. Yeah. So so you went to the Agile on Tap and, and you'd seen that there was the community in Cambridge. And so... How does it go from, I mean, how many years ago was it that you had the inspiration to do it? Yeah, it's three years ago now. So, um, and I think it was in within about six months, we'd got it up and running and, and kind of out there. So how, how did you get over from the idea through to the first event? What was, what was your, what was that sort of process like? So I kind of had to get people to support it because I couldn't just do it on my own. Um, so I kind of just spoke to other BAs who was interested in helping me. Um, and then I didn't want it just to be from my company either. I wanted external because I've worked with my company a long time. So I knew what we did or I thought what we did is good, but I wanted to meet other BAs and, and see what they were doing to get different ideas, bring new ideas in. Um, so, yeah, so I just made sure I'd got a few people that were interested in doing it, not just from my company, but other companies. And we got a group of people together, um, met with some people that we thought would sponsor it, kind of said what we thought we'd get out of the idea, why it was going to add value to us um, as a BA community, really, and got their approval so they could support us because, unfortunately you do sometimes need money for these things even yeah. from the meetup subscription to you know the great t-shirt i've got on things like that you you know so we just needed that sponsorship as well so we kind of um yeah so we got some people to back us and then then we could go forward yeah and so so i mean just in terms of um getting a room and maybe some i don't know drinks and things and, and nibbles those kind of stuff you need the sponsorship but then so so how, how frequently are you running events now and what sort of what sort of um i don't know what, what sort of attendees have you have you had yeah so they're normally every other month um so and we do we used to do them in my company um which was at the offices there and then we'd kind of we went to um one of the other offices as well so we'd kind of different venues um but it started off the first one we had about 80 people come to it wow. so that was really good and that was um on one of the business parks and then Obviously, that's normal that it probably drops off a little bit. So then we'd average about 50. 
Um, then the pandemic happened and it went down to about 30 to 40 because we went online. So we didn't yep. stop. We just changed it to go online because that's how we could. Um, and we got kind of some good attendance there. And now we've kind of hybrid face kind of face to face which we did the first one was last month um and then we think we're going to do some online ones still because now we've got some attendees that are further afield than peterborough so we still want them to be able to come in and it's obviously not fair for them to expect to come to peterborough for it so we're going to do a mixture just to meet the different attendees we have now yeah. um, just due to what's been happening wow wow um, a real kind of story of leadership and i'll dive more into it in terms of why you did it and what you got from it but lisa i believe you've been involved in building and taking part in BA communities um are you happy to share an experience you've been involved in as well yeah sure i mean my mom wasn't probably as large scale as louise's um, but it was internal for quite a large organization um but actually it was at the time i was the first permanent business analyst so you know that that brings a whole different set of challenges really but after a while there was another team that were a temporary team over in another part of it services and it just, it was crazy because we were doing one thing, they were doing another. And, and they were great people and they were really, really receptive actually to, uh, to, to setting up some kind of forum internally. Mm. Um, so that worked really well. So we, we set it up. I think we, we ran it maybe about once a month um, just until just it got up and running and it, and it really took off actually. Um, but we had a bit, bit like you, Louise, it wasn't just just for BAs, it was for testers, it was for project managers. Um, anyone who was really in, in that, that kind of multidisciplinary team um, who wanted to be involved were very welcome to come along and we did things like we shared ideas, we shared how we'd approach things, we talked about, um, but just generally setting up the practice, uh, standards, processes, all, all that good stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was actually received really well, a lot, a lot better than I thought it would be, to be honest. So you did, it kind of sounds like you didn't have a grand vision of conquering the world, maybe, but you just want to get people together to get them discussing and sharing and, and, and helping each other with their with their work as as practitioners as BAs yeah absolutely I mean it was it was um I suppose when I first took the, put, well when I took the role on the, the practice didn't exist so I'd done courses and you know done training things I brought that back to it as well but also there were three people who would come in from the business um as, as kind of I suppose as, as apprentice or assistant BAs so they were I was mentoring them as well and then they were having some fantastic ideas about how things should be done. So it just it made sense to sort of you know, bring everyone together and just discuss how how to move forward as a collective. Yeah, yeah. I did a I did a similar thing in a bank. Um, so it was a, a very large bank with lots of different divisions that all employed business analysts separately, different job profiles, doing ever so slightly version different versions of business analysis. And I, I joined, and there was no biz, no active business analysis community. And so I just set one up. I just invited people, a few people that I knew of, to a, a very first meeting. It must have started with about four or five people, I think, not not a large number at all. And from that four or five, we turned it into a global business analysis community um, where we shared standards, templates, ideas. We ended up helping each other um, with business analysis inductions, uh, we would support each other through things like business analysis, diploma, um, oral examination training. Um, and there was quite a lot of um, uh, quite a lot of uh, active community members that wanted to run local IIBA chapter events. And so we'd all support each other in the background um, doing those kind of, kind of things um, as well. And it, it just it made work a little bit 
I don't know, you're just finding finding kindred spirits who wanted to help and share ideas and, and great people. I've met some great people and worked with some great people through these communities and, and just really rewarding. Um, but you've got to take that first step to do it. Um, have you found it rewarding, Louise, getting involved and doing what you've done? Yeah, definitely. And even, um, you know, that I've had people that have quite junior BAs and wanted to um, practice with their presentation skills, if you like. So this is almost seen as a safe space where they can come and do like a 10 minute lightning talk. Um, and, you know, that works. I've actually been speaking to um, Joanne, who heads up the youth um, BA team. And, and I kind of said, it'd be great if she could get some of her um, BAs to come and talk with us and, and they're all up for that so I think in November um, we're going to do a session with them doing kind of a sequence of short talks which will help them um, and obviously we'll be learning things from them because you can be a BA from as 20 years if you like but if you get someone else who's talking about something you don't know about you're learning all the time aren't you and they might be quite a new BA but they've done particular research in that area so I still find it rewarding for me learning things but also that I can help other people or we can help other people as a community yeah as a whole yeah, so um it's like reverse mentoring i think but you know i i learn so much from um my apprentices that i've mentored for example um they're teaching me stuff all of the time and i don't think they realize necessarily that they're teaching new things and and similarly i've got young children i learn things from them all of the time as well it's kind of you don't don't have to be the senior practitioner or the head of to be able to teach things to others um, it, yeah, it, I think it, I think it's a two-way learning process. Lisa, what 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 did you get from your journey? What what sort of? Um... I don't know. I can't think of anything in terms of in terms of knowledge as such. But I think I just remember it being really inspiring for me because you know, especially about the, the three ladies um, that I was mentoring at the time, they were so passionate and they were so new to business analysis. And at the time, like I said, I was I was kind of like alone in in sense that the, we didn't have a community. I was just the first um, the, the first BA. Um, it was a new role completely, mm. and it was just great to have like minded people who were really passionate who really wanted to drive things forward. Um, mm. Yeah, and they've, they've really spurred me on to do that and to create you know different documentation and um, just different ways of doing things. It was phenomenal, yeah. really. I just want to mention it. Um, one of the BA communities that all three of us are members of um, is the BA Managers Forum. And um, I've talked to others about the history of it, but I think you know that was a similar sort of uh, process when it was originally set up. It was a few people that were like-minded business analysis managers that wanted to get together and discuss and share ideas. And, and I believe Lawrence Darville kind of spearheaded what was happening uh, with the development of the BA Manager Forum. But um, you know, it takes that one person to say, right, I'm, I'm going to get people together and and get people to help each other. And 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 you don't have had to have, you know, you haven't got to have done it before, I suppose. Um, you've just got to get get those first few people on board. Um, Louise, would you share, have you got any top tips in terms of how would you go about setting up a BA community, either internally or you've done it externally? Yeah, I think the best thing is getting sponsorship because it's nice to think you can do it kind of without much money but unfortunately you do need things like the meetup description and things like that so my company um, bgli 
sponsored us. So they'd give us money for banners and the meetup subscription and pizza and compare the market who someone else on our team works for. They sponsor them. So we've got venues and also Bauer. So it's really important to get sponsors and get people behind you um, just because it makes it better. So it, it just makes it a better event, really. Um, so it. And also, as, as speakers, just don't be afraid to ask people to, to come and talk to you. Because I think it's quite scary, isn't it, to ask someone who's quite big on the BA circuit, but they're really happy to help. And, yeah. you know, most of them, it's actually helping them as well with experience. So, yeah, don't be afraid to ask people for help. Was it, was it a hard sell in terms of asking for sponsorship? Was it difficult? Did you have to put together a business case or...? I had to put together some slides to kind of say what we thought we'd get out of it, but it wasn't that hard. So I think they could see the collaboration from it and BAs, you know, there's always new process coming in, isn't there better ways of doing things. So I think they understood that really well. So um, I did have to put some slides together, but it, it wasn't that hard to convince them that this was a really good, um, a good thing yeah. really. And they had wanted to back us and wanted to support us. So, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then who, who was the first speaker? Can you remember who was the first speaker you, you went out to and said, oh, would you mind coming to talk? Um, it was actually someone called Gonzalez, who is a developer, but he put a really techie talk into a, you know, a talk that we could all understand into kind of common language, if you like. And he was really, really funny as well. So everyone had a good laugh and learned something. I thought he was thinking about talking about HTTPS, um, so potentially quite a, a technical Thing. but yeah it was really really good and I remember it because it was really funny and it was a good a good subject so yeah and I think and actually our first event we did have four speakers so I think we had Keir talk about Agile um, and Milan at the time who was one of our bosses he was talking about um, Agile and culture as well yeah. so yeah. yeah so are we and I always try to be not too prescriptive about themes. I kind of say if someone is interested about something and can talk to us, then BAs are interested in it. So even if it's not a direct BA skill, it's something that can add value, isn't it? Like your behaviours, for example. Yeah. Um, we even had someone doing a short talk on um, currency, you know, the, the currency that's gone crazy. Um, that On that, just a 10-minute lightning talk. Yeah. And we're really interested in it. And actually, we wanted him to come back and talk to us about it again. So it doesn't have to be for your immediate job, does it? It can be anything that you're interested in. Yes, so, quite uh, yeah. creative kind of different subjects yeah. for talks there. And, and I guess yeah. that helps to build and maintain that momentum that people mm -hmm. are finding the talks interesting. Yeah, most of them are about your job and to your daily job. But I think some of them, like you say, are just to build that community, aren't they, really? Yeah. To show yeah. that we're, we're not just business analysts. Yeah. And any top tips from yourself, Lisa, to building a um, I, don't, I mean, to just I suppose for, for me, I was quite surprised, like I said, about the, the uptake and how how, and how enthusiastic people were about it. I think don't um, don't don't just feel it out and think nobody will be interested. You know, just just try. Just try it. Yeah, if there's so, nothing already. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember so, uh, one of the first sessions we, we had, we got probably about 20 to 30 of the BAs in this global BA community of practice that we set up. It was one of, one of the latter, maybe second or third meeting. And we got one of the BAs to just run a run an exercise. They came up with it. And it was trying to get everyone to write down the requirements for a cup, how do you make a cup of tea? And it was run as an exercise. You might have been involved in a similar sort of thing. But imagine you've got 20, 30 people in a room all writing requirements for how to make a cup of tea and then showcasing what they came up with. And they all did it in different ways. And some had drawn pictures and some had drawn process maps and others had done user stories or traditional requirements. But just realizing how different all of the different uh, BAs were and how they were practicing 
and, and how we could learn from each other through the exercise. It just started the conversation um, and, and started to build the relationships as well and, and that, that momentum. And, and I think quite an enjoyable thing to get involved in if, if you do get the chance or if you've got the inclination to do it. Um, right, we're, we're just keeping an eye on the time. Um, Lisa, anything else that we need to cover in terms of building a business analysis community? What have we not said that we should have said? Honestly, I think of anything. I think, um, like Louis said earlier, and I totally agree with that, I think keep it open. Don't just have BAs, you know, invite product owners, whoever it is that makes up your team, you know, can make that software development lifecycle, you know, smoother. Anyone who needs to be involved in that, invite them along because everybody can add some value. That's mm. probably that's probably one thing I suggest. Brilliant. And then Louise, anything, any, any final thoughts, anything that we need to say that we haven't covered? Um, just not really, but just sort of what Lisa just said, because it's interesting to get different viewpoints, isn't it? Because as a BA, um, it's great to listen to a developer and see actually how they would like things, because can you communicate to them better? Or as a quality engineer, do they want us to do something different? So it's, it's really good to to get all that different aspects of, of to make our role um, better, really, and, and to get, make us do the best job we can, I guess. Um, yeah, no, I I don't think there's anything else to say. Just to, if you if you're interested in doing one, then then try it because it's uh, you you get a lot back from it as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that it's that win win, isn't it? And yeah. So so Louise, I want to say a massive thank you for joining us. I think you're the first guest to join us <laughs> sitting in plush gardens, um, in 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 you know lush lush surroundings. You're making me jealous now because I'm I'm inside. Um, but um, many thanks for joining us. Um, Lisa, thanks thank for inviting for me. Us. Um, thank you thank you to everyone for listening and watching um if anyone's got any ideas for future podcasts please do email us at babrew at assistkd.com thanks very much <laughs>